Thank you for joining the ESBC Podcast Network. With a purpose, we go, every single podcast is a business meeting with a purpose in and out. The purpose is to learn, to make money, to collaborate, to show that how capitalism works, that we can collaborate. That uh, we're not like communism. Communism says that uh, capitalists can't collaborate because they're over competitive, right? We collaborate, Scott and I, we bring diversity. And what we're doing is we're, with this podcast, we're giving you information you can't get it anywhere else. We give you information from my wife's a psychotherapist, we've watching crime shows for 17 years. We're giving you comprehensive information you don't get on most crime shows, but it's not idle, right? It's information because we use business and financial conferences. I have an MBA. Securities license, clients that worth 50 million and above. So I have to keep my mind sharp. There's a method, there's a process in order to make really good business decisions. Uh, decision science used by Fortune 500 companies. Decision science used by Elon Musk and people by Twitter. It's a whole process. So that's the purpose to learn, to collaborate, to give people information they can't get anywhere else. And the outcome has been that if you listen to the podcast the last three years, sports betting, you have 15 times more money than when you started, 15% ROI. We went 64% two years in a row, then 60%, but then was the next week. So we made money, right? And most sharps, people make a living sports betting around 59%. So we're consistently over 76% NFL playoffs. Now the NBA playoffs, we're in the mid 60s right now. I've uh, been, you know, a lot of work in my daytime jobs and businesses, but we're keeping that going. Last year, we gave you two out of the three triple crown races. So what we're going to do today is going to be fast. Uh, we'll resume our narrative, one podcast, building on each, telling a story. Not the whole story. You have homework, but you're learning about society and life everywhere around you. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about how to pick a race, Maybe a couple of horses you're looking at now. And then next week, we're going to get in depth to the Kentucky Derby. We got the draft Thursday night. First word, Scott. So I'm, you know, I'm excited. This is a busy time of year for us. NBA playoffs, Kentucky Derby, NFL draft, you know, that'll all lead right into to NFL um, stuff. Um, you know, if you, if you're not, on board with the collaboration, you should see the Twitter messages that go back and forth with Josh, me, Dylan, and Chad. Right. It's, it's a lot, you know, we're, we're collaborating every day and every night into these picks and, um, and trying to help all of you uh, win some money and which, which we have and will continue to do. So, uh, so I'm excited. Sending messages on Twitter, asking questions. More than happy to help. 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, shoot me questions. I'm sure Dylan chat would be happy to answer it. Um, you know, shoot us all questions. I'm, I'm happy to answer it. I'll take the time to answer anybody that has a question. So. All right. So in two weeks, we'll get into Bob Baffert. And Bob Baffert has a corner on good horses. He gave his horses up. One of them is, is Talia, right? So this is a key, right? You know more about horse races than I do. Uh, you have to do your research, right? Which we'll do and we'll give it to people next week. But now, my key is you don't bet the favorite. Your favorite only wins about 20% of the time. What do you think, yeah. Scott? Totally agree. Totally agree. And if you're going to bet the favorite, you're not going to get any uh, ROI on, on what you bet. So it's more so that I look at, I'm looking at anywhere from 12 to 15 to one into the mid twenties to one to win the races. And that, that's my focus when I study, when I start to study this, which I have already, and I'll do a heavy dose on it tomorrow. Um, you know, that, and the other key is post positions for the Derby. That that's a huge thing in this, in this whole thing. If you got the one or two post position, you, if you get boxed in, which you probably will, you're going to have a hard time winning the race. So um, look at all that stuff as a better and as an informed better. You know, a lot of betters will just go up to the window and say, give me the favor. Right. It doesn't come in, as Josh said. That does not come in. It only comes so in 20% of the time. Now, if you think, and Scott knows more about this, you know, it, no way the favor is not going to lose. You box it, right? So boxing means you're picking the top three horses. Then you look at other horses that you think are going to run well in this situation. Now, yep. uh, Scott made a good point. Talia is uh, T-A-I-B-A, is six to one right now. Epicenter five to one. Talia, I'm liking because it's a $1.7 million horse. And we'll get that later in the, in the podcast. We're talking about finances in Keeneland, the Keeneland auction. Right, horses have to get their their value back. So uh, Talia, there's a lot of money involved. Bob Baffert had the horse. Until we took you a comprehensive po uh, podcast on Bob Baffert, fascinating person. Got to learn from his mistakes. Very, very, very successful. But he made a few mistakes that you got to watch out for. We all do, or people around you got to watch out. I'm not judging. Uh, and then Mike Smith, right? So Mike Smith. Uh, great horse trainer. I guess his nephew uh, graduates from Brown. And you got to see if they have another horse in the Derby. They had a horse in the Derby last year. Five friends, uh, super rich guys, smart guys. They get a horse and, and did really well. Mike, it was Mike Smith, the uncle, though, that gave him the end, um, gave him the strategy of how to get the horse in there. So if you're going to bet on this, you got to do some reading to find out what's going on. So explain to that, Scott, where you're claiming for the podcast that if you want Epicenter Italia six to one, maybe bet them now because it's going to be maybe one or two, two to one. The odds might be much different next week and then the full position as well. Yeah. So a lot of people, you know, if they if they bet, they'll they'll read articles on like a CBS Sports and then ESPN. You know, they'll get um, leading horse quote unquote analysts. Right. So those who don't, as soon as people hear that, they go and bet them. So everybody's saying Epicenter is the horse to bet. That horse will be down to three to five on Derby Day. You don't want to bet that. 
three to five is, is not is not odds in your favor. So when I when I do a trifecta, because I do one or two trifectas for the Derby, I'll put Tyba in, you know, Tyba with maybe a Tiz the Bomb, who's 20 to one right now, uh, a, a Smile Happy, who's 14 to one. But I also do my homework on him. But I'm just using those two horses. And I'll box it. So those horses can come in in any of the three top three positions um, possible. And you still win because you box them. So that's, I'll do one or two of those just to kind of have some, some quote unquote skin into horses that are in the mid range. But I also bet two with two or three or four tickets on just win wins. And then I'll do a win place or show. So I'll have like eight or nine tickets for the Derby and I'll, I'll basically do, do that, you know, and that, and that's the way I go at it. But I do my study and my homework because I'm just not going to look like people will look and say, "Hey, smile happy. That's a great name. I think I'm gonna bet that. Uh, you, you know, that horse ain't gonna win. Isn't gonna probably come in unless you do your homework. So if you want to be an informed better, look at the last three, three to five races. Look at what they've done on dirt. Which Kentucky Derby is dirt, not grass. Dirt. So take all the grass stuff out of it. One horse in the race has raced on dirt one time and finished seventh." I will not bet that horse. Even if that horse is the favorite or, or 10 to one, I won't bet that horse because that horse probably will not finish top three. And that's what you're looking at, top three. And if you're going to bet a super factor, top four. Right. So after that, limit, limit yourself to about eight, five to eight horses that you're seriously looking at to bet. That's what I do. And then I, I stop making my bets that way. So, Right. And, and uh, last year... Redeemer Spirit and a Preakness were 12 to 1. You know, it was yep. that same scenario, right? I, I lop off the favorites. So you're looking at Smile Happy, 14 to 1. Uh, White Abreu, 14 to 1. Tis the Bomb, 20 to 1. But you yep. got to do your research and see to, we'll close with this, with this briefing. What do you think about this, Scott? Because for whatever reason, it's 100%. Maybe I shouldn't say it because they'll change it. But when you got an owner with three horses in the race, you got to think there's a strategy there. It's going to be a pick set. Look at that as well. And maybe they're tank. Don't don't bet uh, the two horses that the owner's going to tank or is trying to set a pick for. So you have two uh, that are claiming horses at two hundred thousand. You got one at one point seven million. Yeah, yeah. Where are you going to set the pick to? Right. So don't bet those two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> That yeah. the owner or trainer or people involved have three horses in the race. And it can't cloud it because this is Kentucky Derby, a lot of eyes. Uh, Kentucky Derby, the handle is usually about a quarter of a billion dollars. It's always yeah. the same. $250 million for the Kentucky Derby. Keeneland, the horse auction, 250000 Preakness, 250, not thousand, 250 million. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Scott? As we close it up, our uh, Kentucky Derby betting briefing, and we'll have the draft this week. Right. The, the, and the other thing that I'll, I'll talk about in a minute is you're right. You're right. If, if a train, a jockey has three horses in the race, or a train, excuse me, a trainer has three horses in the race, one of them is definitely going to get trained hard. And that's the one that is 1.7 million, as you said. Secondly, this three races are probably the most bet 
three races in American sports. Horse racing is bet a lot more than people think. There's a lot of money that goes into this, and especially when the Kentucky Derby and Belmont and Preakness, if you just watch the, the TV stations, half a day of coverage of Kentucky Derby stuff. So that tells you how important this race is and how important, um, you know, people, people look at this. You get all the stars that come out for it, all that other stuff, but um, do your homework. And the last thing I'll say is look at the times of the horses, quarter pole, how they start off and how they finish. If they are quick horses out of the gate, the Kentucky Derby is a long race. They probably will drift back in the pack if they start out quick. A horse that starts out fast never wins this race either. So that's another thing you got to look at is how quick are they? Do they do they set the pace or do they come from behind? Right. And that's the thing I look at too. If they come from behind, I'm more comfortable betting them as start off quick, set the pace because he'll get caught. This horse will definitely get caught. So, so just, just be aware of that stuff too. Before we get into Winston Churchill, two things, right? Scott knows a lot more about horse racing than I do. I'll do my research, but I won't overthink it. I'll listen to what Scott says and then pay attention. Use common sense. I don't know if it was this year or last year, but a jockey had ridden two horses and decided to pick one horse over the other horse to run the race. Guess what horse won, right? Don't overthink it. The, the jockey knows a lot more than I do, but uh, we give a lot of things up for free and it's not philanthropy or religion. It's a business decision because when you give one, you get 10 back, right? Yep. And you understand the world around you and companies that are diverse make 45% more money, free cash flow than those aren't. So like what yeah. you said. Yeah, go ahead, Scott. And, you know, listen, I love making money too, but I love helping other people out to make money. And I, I love to get people thinking as to what, how to bet and what to bet because it's phenomenal. It's a phenomenal feeling when you get a Jason who sends you a tweet uh, that says, thanks a lot. I picked the, you know, I picked this because of your, your, um, your recommendation. So and Josh gets that all the time. Josh gets it all the time. So it, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a good feeling. It's a it, great it's feeling. feeling. And we're mitigating uh, inflation. We're giving insight that CNN isn't giving, Fox isn't giving. Yes. You know, uh, you don't get necessarily get in school. And, and uh, when I started the podcast, this is a financial concept. So I'm going to be more disciplined about it. Now that Scott's helping me and Chad, uh, I always said that using these concepts, because I had no backing, right? I came out of nowhere <laughs> to do well. Yeah. Some people are doing a lot better than me. Some people are doing worse. But I learned by learning and self-study, not just having a degree, but learning how to study. And I always said that it's, the, the listening to the podcast and using the concepts on the podcast. Like Scott today was just talking about eliminating variables, eliminate variables and co-variables. It ensures the result. Boxing the horses gives you more options to win, right? Yep. Yep. So instead of paying $250,000 to Wharton, listen to the business financial concept. And we got a follower and the guy who sent me a nice note from Wharton. <laughs> the top business school in the world. Right, so you don't have to go to war. Just listen to the podcast. <laughs> understand. Don't try to argue. Right, if you don't believe in the concept, it's a merit. 
You might be right, but understand it so you can disagree with it. Yeah. I know there are some people using it around there, like fundamental analysis. So we close mm -hmm. with Winston Churchill. You make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you live. Thank you for listening and joining the ESPC podcast.